episode is this Leezer, what did you say? Six, seven, glass chin, MMA <laughs> podcast. I don't know. We've done seven, so we've done so seven. many of these damn things, man. I lose count. I know, we're cruising. We're cruising. <laughs> well, we are super excited. I did the reason I paused a little bit at the start there is because I tried to play the cool new intro music to see if that would work. So we'll see. You know, we upgrade ourselves. <laughs> high high quality podcasting over here. We upgrade, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we got a big uh, UFC two eighty six London card last weekend to talk about. We will, uh, then we're going to transition a little bit. We are going to do another draft just like last week with the greatest rivalries in UFC history, um, which go. there's a lot to talk about there. There's some fantastic rivalries. Leezer's got round two of Noah's Trivia Corner. Let's go. <laughs> and then we will be breaking down a banger of a main event and fight night UFC San Antonio this Saturday. How are we doing, boys, and what are we sipping on? We got a good Friday night here. Doing good. So I just got to start us off. My my sweet, sweet parents, specifically my mom, uh, I can never find Buffalo Trace anywhere in Minnesota. And it's my favorite bourbon. And my mom bought it and shipped it to me. So shout out Pam. She's the best. Ship me a bottle of Buffalo Trace. Haven't cracked it yet. This is the podcast. Cracking it for the boys. Round of applause for Pam. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I know. It's so sick. She literally said, me and your dad are your guys' biggest fans. All I ask is that you <laughs> shout us out at the next podcast. So, yes. hey, shout I out to my parents. Shout dad out to Todd. Pam and Todd. I love you. Yes, sir. Cole, what are, what are, how are you doing, buddy? How are you doing today? I'm on laser shit, the 101. The 101. Yeah, wild turkey, baby. All right. And now, saving the worst for last, I bought a super cool-looking bottle of monkey shoulder scotch whiskey today that I would not recommend to anybody in the world. It tastes like it tastes terrible. Decorations. It's a cool, sick bottle. It's just gonna take me a while to power cool through bottle. this one, though. I will say that. Um, Dude, scotch is gross. <laughs> but uh, that's where we're at today. So if you hear me, uh, I might have to take a little leave of absence somewhere through this podcast if the scotch doesn't hit me right anymore. But um, we're, yeah, that's where we're at today. So uh, let's talk about UFC London first. I think that's a good way to start. That was it's a, a great way to start. We watched it together. We did watch. We watched basically the whole card together. Yeah, it was super yeah, basically fun. like pre, like prelims yeah. on. Yeah, I am just let's uh, let's just go through. Um, I'm pulling up the fight card again right now, just so I don't miss any. But did we? Get, I mean, in terms of prelims, I mean the prelims were entertaining. weren't any like huge names. Um, Muhammad Makayev got another win. How is he still walking? How is his leg not amputated right now? What What was that? <laughs> That's one of the craziest things I've seen in a minute. He said both him and his opponent said they heard, like, something cracking or whatever. Um, and No, he said he heard it crack, like, three times. Dude, he did the splits after he won. That is – yeah, that's wild. And he said he wants to fight International Fight Week again already. Yeah, he must have not think he torn anything. Just got it. Oh stretched. no, he thinks he did, but he's so dead set on being the youngest champion or whatever that he's just gonna try to push through it. I mean, <laughs> he was just walking on it like nothing though afterwards. Yeah, I, I, dude. Did he get like he got carried around for a little bit? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Um, to get to do to come back from that and then rear naked the guy? Are you kidding me? Makayev is a problem. It is. No, he's good, and I um. I think they're trying to set him up with um, the winner of the Manel Cop Alex Perez fight this weekend. I think Ooh, is what they're looking for. That's a for. good one. That's I, that's be a what, fun I heard one. a rumor about that. We'll see, but 
Dude, I feel like that Makayev not tapping just took his soul. Yeah. That moment, he just took his soul. Are you He's kidding like, me? That would break, like, uh, that that would break me. Nuts. I'd be like, well, okay, there's nothing <laughs> I can do. This is it. In <laughs> terms of other prelims, it was a very underwhelming finish, but I am throwing it out here. I've done some research, some watching on Christian Leroy Duncan CLD. He won a fight when he tore the his opponent tore his ACL in the little grappling exchange, but he's gonna be good. I am saying this now. That guy is big, former basketball player, athletic, can strike, can grapple, can do it all. He is gonna be good. So he is um, be good. Jack Shore looks good Jack too. Shore, Jack Shore also did. So I liked that. The prelims were fun. They were fun. Um, so let's uh, look look into the main card quick. Oh yeah, last part in the um, prelims. Sam Patterson, the six four lightweight or whatever, got knocked out by Yanal Ashmuz, I think is how you say it. But yeah, he was fighting the ref for about three minutes afterwards, which was kind of crazy. And then his coach, he was trying to like tie up and grapple <laughs> with him. That dude got his brain scrambled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that God. was tough. That was tough. That guy should probably not be a lightweight. Um, you should probably try yeah. to put on some weight and not dehydrate his body that much. But uh, all right, yeah. main card. We got first card was or first fight was Marvin and Roman Delidze, and Cole has misspoken a few times. Now Marvin Vittori. Why did I think he was on my fantasy team? Marvin, Marvin Vittori has never been on any of our fantasy teams, so I don't know where Cole keeps coming up with this idea. But he's mentioned it on TikTok and the podcast now, so we're just clearing yeah. that up. <laughs> But Marvin looked good. Oh, he looks <laughs> – Marvin's that gatekeeper now, man. Yeah. I think he's that gatekeeper. Yeah. I know there's yeah, – I guess. There were some people that – some people thought it was a controversial decision. I thought it was a good 2-1. Marvin started slow. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it was a clear 2-1. I thought Marvin clearly won – I thought Marvin clearly lost round one, but clearly won two and three. Um, Same. Yep. But, yeah. I mean, his striking looked improved. Roman Delidze is a killer, so that's – I mean, he stood and banged with him for a while. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's next for Marvin. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. Cause um, Cannoneer maybe? Maybe Cannoneer. I would love to see <laughs> Gashlam get a win and I would yeah. love to see a Gashlam Marvin. Yeah, I would bro, love that. If, that would be a battle actually. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Gashlam would probably lose that. They used to train together, and apparently Gashlam used to piece him up. Oh, really? Bro. If yeah, Gashlam used to piece him up. Like apparently Gashlam would ragdoll Marvin. Oh wow! So if Gastelum fight, because he fights Chris Curtis in two weeks, so if he beats Curtis, maybe. I was just thinking, I, like the only I, the only one in the top five that Vittori hasn't fought is Cannonier. So I think Gastelum will wash Curtis. I don't yeah. think that's going to be close. I yeah. think Gastelum. They, yeah, they're the prelim headliner on the Izzy Pereira card. So, um, but yeah, the, have you seen the clip of Gastelum and uh, Vittori boxing? I have not. No, Gastelum is cleaning his clock, piecing him up on yeah. the feet, like. It's not even close. Like, Gashlam is working, Vittori. Yeah. But I two would love th- to see that fight. Two thick middleweights that have chins that need to be studied. Um, I feel like it's that. I don't even know what. Yeah, it's just going to be a. It's like going to be a, like a robotic fight, I feel like. I don't even really know yeah. what to expect. Um, yeah. But all three of us got be. that right. Um, and then we went to Jennifer Maya, Casey O'Neill. All three of us got it wrong. King Casey yeah. got her first loss. Bro, brutal. <laughs> She looked bad. Jennifer Maya pieced her up. She was uh, way Maya quicker, was way faster. Yeah, we were it's wrong. Just better in there. Yeah. Um, and then next, what? Well, yeah, we don't really need to spend too much time on that one. And then we had Brian Barberena facing Gunnar Nelson. We were pronouncing his name wrong last week from yeah. Iceland. Gunnar in the karate stance came out and armbar. Was it? It was an armbar. Was it? 
Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It was an arm bar, yeah. That he was like transitioned cool. into it. He had like he was, three... work, was he working a triangle and then yeah, transitioned into the like that, Yeah, we all three of us got that right as well. Um, yeah, that was my pick, baby. Yeah, Dude, oh yeah, Gunnar that was, looks good. That was Cole's pick. We, he had Gunnar finish. Um, so underdog, he got that right. Cole's uh, he's on a hot streak a little bit. Um, Coleman, yeah. we had Gaethje Faziv lived up to the height. Super entertaining fight. Super yeah. exciting. Um, I am with. Ariel Hawani and a lot of, and not a lot of, but some other ESPN MMA analysts where I thought Fazeev won one and two, but lost three. I know Cole and Lisa disagree, but that's how I took it. Yeah, we are drugs. I don't think so. The one thing I need to say in that fight. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lisa. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to say, regardless, like, I think round three is the closest standing 10-8 you can get. Um, so what I was going to say is, I don't like, I'm not saying it's a robbery. That's just what I thought. I don't think it wasn't a robbery or anything, but oh, I'm no. saying, but I, it was a, I'm saying it was a close fight, but it I am, close fight, I am really, sure. the one thing that really upsets me, like, is that a ref did give that round three, a 10, eight when Fazeev buckled yeah. Gaethje's legs in the first 30 seconds. Like he had him st- stunned and wobbled in the first 30 seconds. And then he started getting pieced up. He lost the round, uh, but he up. Yeah. Fucking pieced up. No, I know, but, but I don't think it's a 10-8 when Fazeev almost put him out of there in the first third. Like, he lost around. I thought it was a clear 10-9 um, for Gaethje. Fair. But I, I, the 10-8 upset me because that, that guy, the, that judge that made it a 10-8 had Fazeev winning 1-2. and two, So it was a, he had it as a, a draw, um, 28-28. That one I disagreed with, but... I'm not gonna no. I'm not gonna sit here and scream I, robbery. I was wrong. It was, I it was a close a fight. Clear twenty nine twenty eight. I thought two was all Gaethje. Um, it's it was close. It was like it wasn't like a. It was a close ten nine, but yeah. I had it for surely for Gaethje. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and like argue. It's not like the other ones we've complained about, like Islam Volk or anything. I just I disagree with the judges, which happens. But let are, me let me talk about Gaethje a little bit. Go for it. Going into rounds three, four, five. Gaethje is the he gets better as the fight goes on mm-hmm. if a fight goes on in the lightweight division I don't see anybody beating him like once it gets oh. out of round three if Gaethje's still in it dude I don't like when that did, matchup uh, for anybody what round did Poye knock him out in well, we just talked wasn't it three I think it was three that, I don't know I'm gonna look that up quick because I'm curious because um the reason I asked that is because I was gonna ask you guys what you think is next for Gaethje and I think it's Poye it's tough yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Poirier again. Cole, what do you think? And God, I want that fight. That fight gets me going. Fight again? Because yeah. Poirier hasn't lost. Yeah. Um, I just looked. Poirier not Gaethje out with 30 seconds left in round four. Um, it was round yeah, four. Yeah. But Poirier is just like he's the other dangerous guy towards the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. He doesn't get tired yeah. at all. I just know Gaethje at the end of the fight or in his press conference said, he fought down, which com- I commend him for doing that because the old guys at lightweight never fight down, which never. we complained about. So good for him. And he's like, I deserve to fight up now. If he's going to fight up, it's Poye. Like, that's the yeah. only. Because other than that, Oliveira's already matched up with Dariush. So, right. Um, I mean, say, say Benny loses or Charlie yeah. Olives loses. I would love to see a Justin Gaethje uh benny or justin gaethje charles again yeah, well gaethje said that he doesn't want to fight benny because benny is too nice of a guy or something like that he said that oh, in the Benny's press conference. a bad matchup yeah. for gaethje um but yeah that's what i think uh but that was leaser's pick was the over i think it was faziv strikes mm-hmm. and leaser got that right so that was yes, fun sir. and then we get to the main event which was the trilogy 
Usman Leon. Dude, Cole, you remember when uh, Camaro came over to Leon and Leon just... It was the pre-fight. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to go, Cole, did you just see that? That was the most gangster thing. Dude, yeah. Leon has those small little like things that he says and does that just have star power written all over them. Well, he said on the aerial interview after the fight that he did not plan on doing that at all. Like, he's like... That was, was so hard. Like, yeah. It was just... After the moment. Oh, that was man. so hard. That was Leon's. Yeah, he's. I love him. I love him. And I know I picked Usman, but I made it very clear on the podcast and in the live that I wanted Leon to win because I'm a huge fan of him. During the fight, I feel like you could tell Usman's knees were not there. Like it affected his wrestling heavy. And Leon yeah. also attacked the legs heavy, but that's just kind of what Leon, I took away. Leon's game plan was sound coming into that man. He just. He just beat him he just won just... yeah i thought it was i i was worried that they were gonna rob him with like yeah, a draw or something when they took the point um yeah. thank god they did yeah well, that cage grab was soft yeah. i don't know that was you, that was i wish soft. they would have just given him a warning and put him back in that position right. or something yeah like, didn't the judges score that round nine nine though mm-hmm. every single yeah, one because leon came out firing after that um I Leon think, on the feet, man. I don't know if there's a middleweight that can stand or a welterweight that can stand with him. Nasty. Um, I would. Say, I want to. Say, him and Wonderboy would have a fun standing match. They would have a fun <laughs> yeah, standing match. But no, that's they never would. gonna happen. But yeah, no. Good for Leon. I loved it. Um, that was my underdog pick. I had Kamar Usman over eighty-seven point strikes, eighty-seven point five strikes, and he landed at eighty-seven. So uh, Vegas, how do you know? So, how do you know? I was wrong again. Was, uh, yeah. Such a heartbreak for us, honestly. Yeah. Um, Josh, I'm not even gonna hate on you for that one. That one's tough. That one, I feel. Um, that one, I thought I was. That was a guarantee. Usman, dude, he, he really a four piece too with yeah. that freebie. Yeah, Usman dude, was. It, yeah, it was. I'm gonna put this out there. If that would have hit, I would have come up like 380. We got hooked. <laughs> I don't. I, I've never been hooked like that. Like I've been hooked with like points in an NBA game and stuff like that. But getting hooked on strikes in a UFC fight like that at such a high number is wild. That is wild, dude. It's just bad luck because I thought that was gonna smash for sure. Yeah. Like I was with you. I had three bets on it, three different ones. Yeah, and I got hooked yeah. on all of them. Um, so <sighs> I'm gonna ask both of your. I want both of your guys' opinions here. So we've talked about it a little bit, but at post fight press conference, Dana basically guaranteed Colby is the next guy up, which um, they, yeah, that's what Dana did. Leon said, no, he has to wait. I get to sign it because Leon wants to fight. Jorge, Leon's, running. Leon, Leon's running. Leon wants to fight Jorge if Jorge beats Gilbert. Um, but that, okay. like, I just that's want why, your opinion. That's why I say he's running. It's not because he's dodging Colby. It's because he wants the Jorge fight. Yeah. No, it's definitely an easy fight for Leon if he fights Jorge. Yeah. I don't know. So if, I guess in both your Cole, I'll start with you. If you were if you were put yourself in Dana White and Sean Shelby's shoes right now, you're the matchmaker. Who do you I think it's who do you match Leon up with next? I mean, money wise, Kobe would be the biggest fight, but if you want to keep I mean, depending who you want champ. Like yeah. I think Kobe has an easier Kobe will beat Leon, is what I do think. Okay. That, and I do think Leon. I, I think that, too. that was my next question. I was Kobe, I don't know. I don't think Kobe really deserves it though. Like yeah. Leezer said, that's where I disagree yeah. with Noah. Yeah, but like who's he did, Yeah, who Noah does though? Admit it. The thing is though, where I I don't necessarily think Kobe deserves it. Yeah. I. But what Leon's saying, calling out uh, Masvidal, 
how do you think yeah, that Colby doesn't deserve it then? Yeah, you know? or, yeah he doesn't deserve it either. Oh, because yeah. Col- fucking Colby 44-15. Yeah. Uh, Masvidal. Like, yeah. I... W- w- you, can't, you can't say you don't want Colby yeah. and then say you want Masvidal. That's just soft. That means you're running from Colby. Yeah, I think yeah. he wants Masvidal because of their past beef. When I think about it, I'm like, I mean, he just fought Usman twice. Usman said he's not retiring, though. He wants to get back in soon, which none of us expected. Um, mm-hmm. Usman, whoever that's against, maybe he he gets Bilal or he gets someone like that. Um, I bet he'll get a Bilal. Yeah, I hope so. I, Bilal needs to lose. I hate him. Um, but yeah. um, he, then you look at, okay, Masvidal and Burns are matched up. If Burns yep. wins, maybe. I would maybe. like to see – I could see a Colby Burns, and I, I, I'm still going to rock with Colby yeah. on that matchup, no, I think. I, yeah, I agree. It's just like – yeah. He is a better fighter. I love Gilbert, though. Yeah. Gilbert's like a stud. I would hate this is I I would hate if they fast fast tracked Hamzad. To no, well, Leon. the thing with Hamzad is he's probably staying at one. No, he, Gilbert. Like, how is it even really fast tracking at this Dana point? Said he, Dana well, said he sent. He's keeping Hamzad at one eighty five now. I thought. He I, Hamzad can't make one seventy. Yeah, dude. like I, eight what, and a half pounds. Is he, not, is he like six three, six two? Yeah. Six three. If Hamza, oh, yeah. I did not know he was that and massive. He's, he's not like a super lanky, skinny he's six not, three he's either. Massive dude, like he's big. If I'm if I'm playing matchmaker, I'm going. What I'm doing is I'm going Leon take on Colby, Gilbert yeah. Masvidal. The winner of that takes on, or the winner of that can have the next shot if you want, or the winner of that is taking on the winner of Bilal and Shavkat. That's what I'm doing because I don't. I don't. Where's the other immediate contender in there? As if Kamza, if Kamza's Kamza's not there. Who, who, who is Kamaru gonna gatekeep? Who is gonna be the yeah, test I, for that's Kamaru? The thing. You who think is... it's Bilal or or Shavkat? Uh, Kamaru Shavkat would be awesome. Dude, that'd be a... <laughs> that Shav... would be awesome. That would be awesome. That's, that's what I was getting at. That I, would be awesome. I hate when I hate that. I've seen some people say like Kamaru is washed and this and that. Like he's got bad knees. That guy is still skilled Uh-oh. as all hell. Like that guy is so good. He's the second best welterweight so ever. Yeah, wrestling ever. though was definitely not the same. Like he definitely looked Leon, a little Leon, washed. Leon, I'll tell you, I'll he did. Tell you one thing. Leon is awesome. Like, Leon is awesome though. Leon's takedown defense. Leon's a great counter wrestler. I like it, has he always been I, I mean he's always been decent but Leon's not just for, good he's good at everything he's good at everything next level yeah got Lisa you're about I'll tell to you some? what though a, a fucking I do not like a Kamaro Colby 3 I do not like that for Kamaro uh-huh. with these knees and how he looked against yeah. Leon cause no no one ever talks about it Josh we were on the same page with Colby Kamaro 2 <laughs> yeah I had three, four, and five for Colby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we and, both. Had, and I, I, I had him clear yeah. ten nines. I had him clear ten nines for Colby. Mm-hmm. But what does Colby call who's one? Um, but he's like fake or Marty fake. Mar- Marty or, fake. Marty fake, fake newsman. <laughs> and he like screams into the mic like he's pissed off, and it's like you're laughing. Hey, but, it's just, but there's so there's one person we're not talking about, and that is the Kamzat is number three in the welterweight rankings. He's going to be middleweight now, I think. But number seven, just coming off a big win, knocking, getting a stand or a TKO of someone who never gets finished on the feet is Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Give him somebody. I want him Give to. Him somebody. I want him to fight up. I want him to fight a striker and get a, put on a fun fight. And him and Leon, I'm not lying. What he's that, gotta be old. You know, is he not? Uh, he is old. Do you know how much fun? I'm not. Leon would win that fight, but do you know how yeah. fun it would be? <laughs> like yeah. I'm just saying, from a fun at like a fan aspect perspective, I like that. Um, 
He's but, forty years old, man. Yeah. Middleweights or welterweights yeah. really fun. He man. did that it to he did that to right Kevin now. Holland at forty, Cole. Forty. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He looks just as good as ever. Yeah, like I'm saying, I want to see. He looks like he's fucking twenty-five. Give him. Yeah. I, I want to <laughs> like give him a give him Masvidal, give him Shavkat or something, and just let him have a fun fight. Shavkat would try to strike with him right away and then go to the wrestling. Um, yeah. And then win, but like it'd still be fun. That Wonder Boy can put on some fun fights, is what I'm saying. And Absolutely. The, the best thing about Leon is that Colby dodged, Colby avoided him for years because he acted like he didn't exist. Jorge ignored him for years, acted like he didn't exist, and now all these people are begging for fights with Leon Edwards, just begging for fights with him, and he has all the power. There's a lot of people that could, I mean, like Bilal. Doesn't say this, dude. Bilal Leon. Bilal might steal that. I hate him. Which I would I know. hate. People, but you can't even say I he. Know. I know. You just wrestle him. I hate Bilal. He's my least favorite fighter in the UFC. I can't stand him. <laughs> how much Cole do the fighters, do you think, like, how much do they actually have compared to Dana for getting the fights that they want? I think nothing. I don't I think, I think, it, it, I think it, it's and definitely John Jones say, depends the on the fighter. Do you think it's just a select few? I don't, I don't know if you guys then? saw this. Yeah. Ariel Hawani a huge Leon guy. Huge Leon guy. He said Leon Edwards might be the biggest draw in the UFC now, is what Ariel Hawani said on his show, the MMA Hour. <laughs> I mean, probably not. No, I don't no. think he's not top five. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I would say arguably Jorge is just as big or bigger of a draw. Yeah, no, we, yeah. I think well, Leon right Jorge now. Jorge is famous like, as shit. He said he has that star, whatever. Like, we'll just we got Jones. Jones. We got Jones, Connor, Volk, Izzy. Who else is massive? Dude, Max. people are sleeping on Brandon Moreno. Yeah. He's got Mexico on yeah. his back. Well, Leon's got UK on his back. Le- <laughs> he does. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but, yeah, it was a fun card. Super happy it for was, Leon. It was a good card. Good for yeah, Leon. Holy, I don't know if we've ever spent that much time. I know. Actually, I know. Well, Where does Leon yeah. – He's got one. He So he obviously took the belt from, I think, in all, all three of us would say the number two welterweight ever. Yeah. 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 Um, he took the, sure. took the belt from him. and then, Which is crazy. We thought yeah, and, and then, fucking. And then he beat him again. He beat um, Usman again. Yes, where yeah. uh, Where is Leon in the welterweight all-time rankings right now? Because I think he's at seven or eight. Oh, I was going to put him at like five. I was going to say, I, I got him at top five. I got him behind. I go... GSP, Usman, Hughes, Woodley, Leon. That's what I got. I would. I was gonna say you have Twitter behind Woodley. Yeah, I, did, I almost yeah. put BJ Penn in front of him. Okay. For his one title win. Yeah. Like just just for BJ Penn's like body of work. Yeah, a lot of his body of work came at one fifty five too, though. Yeah, but then he he yeah. snuck up to welterweight. He did. And he did. Got no, he did. I'm just saying Leon is creeping up there. He's got a great record. Um, I think if he gets a few more, if he gets another defense or two, he's up there. If anyone wants to make a bet with me, I would put a lot of money that Leon did not win another title fight. What, unless he gets Jorge. <laughs> unless he gets Jorge. He's going to be dumb, bro. Or he's, he's going to try to box him. And he is going to just, it's not going to be okay. <laughs> Jorge thinks he could like, knock he? out Colby again. And I'm like, you didn't even win on the feet. You caught okay. him with the right hook. Like, I know we're talking about... face. I know. Justin's face was untouched compared to Fazeev's, too. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? 
I don't know where that came from. But damage. Sorry, my bad. Whatever. I don't know. So okay, I know we're talking about this card a long time. One last thing on Jorge. Joe Rogan said something on his podcast that forced Chael Sonnen to post a YouTube video that said Joe Rogan is on drugs. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he had a po- he had a podcast with Luke Combs two weeks ago where he com- he said George Masvidal is on the same level as George St. Pierre. Joe Rogan said that? Rogan said that. Watch his podcast with Luke Combs. There's no way he meant it, though. He said it. Chael Chael Sonnen posted a YouTube video breaking down the whole thing. I'm telling you, go watch it. (laughs) Rogan has good takes on MMA, usually. I know. I had to throw that out there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, 50-34-Hornhead? Yeah, I'll leave that up. I'll leave that at that. Um, before we get into the main content, UFC news, first reactions, some fights I got announced recently. Um, we got Jack Hermanson got a new fight. Who did? He, who was that against? He just got announced with a grappler, I believe. Jack's back. Who did he just lose to? That'll be a good fight. He is fighting Brendan Hermanson Allen. Brendan grappler. Allen. He's fighting Brendan Allen. Who did Jack just lose to? Give me Hermanson. Hermanson just lost to uh, Dalidze, didn't he? Is that who it was? Yeah. That was his last fight, I believe. No, he just lost, but... Why the fuck? is good, man. He's not bad. No, he's really good. So then that got announced. Another one that got announced, Muhammad Usman, the older brother of Kamaru, is the heavyweight ultimate fighter champion. Is He's fighting next month on April 22nd against Junior Taffa, Justin Taffa's undefeated younger brother. All, yeah, I've never heard. Oh, uh, fuck it. Give me Junior Taffa. He's, I don't care. He's, they, he's never, every single fight he's ever been involved in, he's won by KO. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> wait, Taffa or Taffa? Taffa. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, it, yeah, no. Those specific yeah. Islanders, swag and bangers, yeah. I don't want to bet against last them. One I, can... yeah, last one I want to bring up that I'm excited for, Ian Gary is getting a step up in competition. Did you guys see this? No, I haven't. He is taking on, he is going to take on... D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez. That is a Dude, huge step up. It is, but you still got to roll. <laughs> give me, give me no, I think he's going to win, but the difference between Kanan Song and Daniel Rodriguez is a lot. Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, like, I mean, Song just beat Legion, or I mean, Rodriguez just beat Legion Liang. Yeah. Legion Liang is good. If he beats... I had Legion Liang winning that fight. Yeah, just putting I that know. out there. If he beats D-Rod, though, he is going to be fighting for top Fast 15. No, his next fight's top 15. Um, yep. I'm excited to see Ian Gary getting like a meaningful fight against a meaningful name, though. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, D-Rod's good. He can, he can swing and bang, too. So that's going to be yeah, a fun fight. It, it will be fun. Give me and Gary, too technical for D-Rod. All right, now let's get into the fun content for the day. Um, we're going at our own pace. This might be a long podcast. Shit yeah, happens. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> let's go, baby. Um, but now, yeah, we, we're, we're rolling. now we are going to draft. We're doing a draft just like last week. We are drafting. We're all going to pick four in a snake-style draft. Greatest rivalries of UFC history. I'm going to emphasize UFC because there's been some great rivalries outside of UFC, just <laughs> UFC. I have like a list of 20. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, okay, um, okay. You're going to have to help me because I've... I have so many. Um, so this is that's what we're going to do. Greatest <laughs> route. We'll talk about each one a little bit. Leaser? What do you need help with? Well, okay, I hey, have like, Leaser, like I'm going to give you... That I love. 
These are. I'm going to give you the first number here between one and three. This is your draft pick, okay? You are pick two. Okay. Noah's okay. pick two. Cole, this, you are either getting I one or three. Whoever, right? Like. <clears throat> Cole, you are pick three. Okay. So you're yes, going to get to So I'm like, I'm going to write this down because I kind of want to make an Instagram post about this. We're doing four. We're doing four. Four picks total. Oh, I feel like, dude, I feel like there's definitely, there's going to be favorites here, right? Oh, like, I think number one is the easiest freaking pick I've ever had in my life. Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. And I know what I'm going to take at two already. And, Leezer, I really hope you're in agreement with me. I'm going John Jones, Daniel Cormier. That's what I'm going with number one. <laughs> oh, that's going to be mine. I thought you were going to take a different one at one. No, so I'm cool Jones Cormier, the greatest fighter of all time against the second greatest light heavyweight of all time, who was also a heavyweight champion. The trash talk was ruthless. There was yeah, actual bad blood hatred between those two. Yep. Some of the best press conference lines <laughs> yeah. you'll see. The fights were great. John Jones, the first fight, John Jones won convincingly in decision, and then he knocked Cormier out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like. Nobody does that outside of Stipe Miocic in a different weight class. That fights were awesome. Rivalry was awesome. They still go back and forth. John Jones yeah. gave him permission the, the, to announce dude, his last fight. Yeah. Fucking, like, when they were they <laughs> yeah. actually fought, John Jones just yeah. daddied everything. Like, it was awesome. And then the, the best line I think I've ever seen was like, um, it was when they were in the press conference. Jones said something about being high with like strippers and things like that. Um, and Cormier's like, at least I've never been high with strippers like this guy over here. Do you guys remember that line? It was one, it was one of the best press yeah, conference yeah. lines I've ever heard. It was, I've never been a crackhead. <laughs> that's like, what it was. You know. Yeah, that one. That's what it was. That's what it was. He said like, yeah, and it was awesome. How do you say that on like live television? It was awesome. Like, that's just I'm just saying. Dude, the trash their banter was ruthless. The dude, John they, think it's so good too. He just would fire right back. They it's actually like, hated each other. That's what made it like there was so much hatred. And John was like, he was like in a, that scary mode. Like, dude, like, he, I was partying. I was partying. He was in his villain arc during that. So but. that's why I no, picked I mean, that one. I shouldn't say it's an obvious number, I, but there's a lot of great picks. But that was that's my personal favorite. Rivalry. I have to bring up another line because this is this yeah, is my favorite do, line do. rivalry. When they take their clip off and John goes, "Hey DC, you still there, pussy?" <laughs> yeah. You're a scumbag. You know if I was there right now, I'd spit in your face. And John goes, "I, I wish would, you know, I would kill you if you ever." I would that. literally <laughs> kill you if you. Have you looked at Have you looked at John's face when he says that? Yeah. <laughs> He would. He would kill him. He would literally kill him. He would rear naked choke yeah. him to death and then spit on Cormier's dead body. And with those it, eyes that he had, brother. Yeah. And DC, <laughs> DC was undefeated before his first fight with Jones, and Jones was taking him down. He was beating DC at his own game. Yeah, bro, that was his yeah, big, he 45'd him, bro. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, that's my that's We're my that's my favorite ever. There's a lot of amazing picks, great picks, but that's my personal favorite. Um, just because, yeah, I love it. I, 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 love, I love the bad blood. That's it's where all right. we'll, Noah, we'll keep this going yeah, with let's hear the Noah. second best rivalry or the first. Yeah. It's, it's, it's personal preference. I think the top two are the top two solidified. Yeah. Connor Khabib. Yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, those are the, we say about it? it might be the easiest one two picks of all time. You knew there was a number one and two. So, Khabib, Khabib slaps that Russian guy that hates Connor now. What was his Artem name? Lobov? Martin Lobov, Artem, Artem, Connor Artem takes a private jet to the event <laughs> and throws. <laughs> That was Dude. oh my Connor and when throwing the chairs through yeah. a bus. Connor was the first person to take a round from Khabib in a fight. He was uh, also the my favorite part was when he stuffed here, he shoved the bottle of proper twelve whiskey in Khabib's face at the press conference, even though he can't drink for his religion. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. bro, just after- <laughs> I mean, that's what, dude, that put literally Russia, like, the whole entire country was pissed. Yeah, they hated Conor. And this was, Conor did all this. He was spewing his confidence. He was fighting the way he did. I know he lost the fight. I know it wasn't, I know it was more one-sided than anything. I don't care. It was like a a one-and-a-half-year layoff for Conor after he boxed Floyd. Um, I was entertaining. The build-up, I I think it's the best build-up we've ever seen to a fight. Um, Oh, by far. By far. far. So, like. Yeah, you can't you can't dispute it. You can't dispute that one and two either. You, I feel like you can put either at one, either at two, but those are the top two. Khabib's banter, underrated. Really underrated. Okay. In, in Dublin, where he goes, "I'm gonna smash your boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna smash your boy." That shit was hype. Like, yeah, I'm not a Khabib guy, but he one liners during quiet. that little thing were good. Yeah, he was always a quiet, like press conference guy until that fight. Like he actually got his buns pressed, and that's yeah. the last person yeah. you want to like. You don't want to push Khabib's Connor's, buttons. Connor's like, just yeah, so good at it. Holy, Prime Connor's so good at that. Folded, Khabib was like, right. "I'm gonna smash you." <laughs> He's yeah. like, "I'm gonna eat you." Yeah, uh, but I don't know, Connor. Like, that's why Connor is the most entertaining fighter of all time. The sh- like that was it's the best prime Connor. I know we have Chael Son, and I know we got these other people. Bisping, Prime Connor's the best, best entertainer in UFC history, and it's not far, not, not close. Five Those press conferences in Ireland, when he's getting people to chant and he's getting people, the whole crowd is singing along. Just the, I still watch those and get chills. It's so entertaining. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jeremy Stevens. That just buried him for life. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because you know Connor actually had no clue. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm taking this time. I know this dude's not listening to the podcast, but I did a TikTok the other day where I did a blind ranking of top five people I'd like to have a beer with, and I got Connor with my second pick, and I said, this is the easiest number one choice I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and and co- this guy cocked me off in the TikTok comments because this guy beat up an old man in the bar. And I was like, dude, loosen up. Conor McGregor, if you don't pick Conor McGregor, you're not a UFC fan. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. the most entertaining guy. I, wa- I was so upset about that. I'm just going to throw dude, that out Conor there. McGregor, John Jones. <laughs> I would love to party with those And then guys. I got Colby, number two. Colby was my two. I was like, Conor and Colby, this is easy. Like, come on. <laughs> dude, Colby being rowdy, I <laughs> oh, oh. But all right, I like it. I mean, I feel like that was a great pick. Fair pick. I agree, Leezer. One of the best ever. Cole, you got two in a row here, buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you can't follow those two. Yeah. Um, There's just some awesome up, ones. You brought up Chael Sonnen with the trash talking, so I might as well just go with that pick. I'm taking Chael and Anderson Silva. Yeah. Back. That would have been my next pick. <laughs> I, had, <laughs> yeah, I had that. The trash talk speak for itself. Chael wanted that one, obviously. Like That, that might be my favorite call-out ever. 
Yeah. Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. <laughs> no, dude, it's bad trash talking if you think about it, I feel like. But just, it worked. It, so good. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, and then, like, when he talks about sneaking his way across the borders into Brazil and doing all this crap in the press conference. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to... He's just, I'm going to rob goes, you. Dude, have you seen Chael talk about Anderson where he goes... You guys are acting like he's Brazilian. This guy lives in Los Angeles yeah. and drives a Rolls yeah. Royce. What are we getting at? I was just going to say that. He's like, quit translating this English to him like he doesn't <laughs> speak it already. <laughs> like, and then he goes, what are we doing here, guys? He speaks English. What's going on? He lives in L.A. And then to go back that up and kick one of the goats' asses for five rounds and lose in a heartbreaking way like that, but that still. We're not really talking about the fights, but he was beating him yeah. down. Yeah. And just, I think, I mean, the fights make. He was on make, his way to a 50-45. Yeah, the fights make, I think the fights play into the rivalry. Like, I mean, Khabib, yep. Connor, Khabib, it was one-sided, but. Connor was yeah. still kidding him with some good shots, and you could tell that they hated each other in the ring. Yeah, with Jones 100%. at DC, you could tell that they hated each other while they were fighting. Khabib yeah. went for a flying knee. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, just absurd. Apparently, Chael and Anderson are like fucking homies now. Really? And and Anderson was like, Chael, I'd invite you to a barbecue in Brazil, but oh, I think didn't, I think you get uh, didn't I think Chael, kill you. Didn't, didn't Chael... <laughs> Chael, Brazilians hate you, and I think you would actually die. Chael was like, <laughs> Chael or, like, orchestrated the press conference for Anderson and Jake Paul, didn't he? I think, I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're, they're buddies now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to be boys with someone that makes you millions, yeah. though. You oh, have yeah. to be. Unless you're Khabib and Connor, who still hate each other more than Anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it, Cole. That was I was hoping that was gonna fall to me. I knew it wouldn't, but that I had that next. What's your next one? Don't take yeah. money. Don't I, take money. I don't know if I will. I'm on the old heads again, so I'm gonna take it. I'm worse, but give me uh freaking Chuck Liddell. And Tito Ortiz. I don't know what it was, but it was pretty recently. I don't know if they played like commercials or whatever it was for the last fight card, but I just saw like all their like their rivalry rivalry was pretty freaking insane back in the day. Oh, like, it you know, was. Like, they, they were best friends just turned into that's like actual hatred. Like, that's actual hatred yeah, right there. I mean, and that's brutal, honestly. Like shit, but yeah, dude. That was sick, and obviously Tito Ortiz, part two, got worked two times, knocked out. Both but Tito fights. knocked him out once too. No, didn't Tito get beat him once? No, just, Chuck didn't knocked him just out. Both times. Chuck knocked him out both times. I'm pretty sure. Okay, but still, yeah. Well, that you could, you knew they hated each so other. So when it was heated, like peak of their rivalry, when okay. Chuck hit him with like that 16 no. piece combo against the yeah. cage and just overwhelmed him with his heavy hands. Okay, what I was thinking of was, uh, so he lost to Chuck Liddell in 04 and 06, and then they got the two washed-up vets came back to uh, Golden Boy MMA in 2018 and fought, and that's when Ortiz won. So that's, I don't know why I was thinking about that, but Liddell won when it matters. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know why that was on my mind. That, no, that second Chuck Tito fight, dude, the lead-up was gangster, and Chuck beat the brakes yeah. off of him. <laughs> 
And it's honestly so sick because Chuck wore like the flaming shorts, yeah. obviously, and then Chuck was just the Iceman. So it's like just the perfect, just yeah, a battle between the two. Mm-hmm. That was such. That's a good. That was gonna be my good, call. Good that pick is call. such good a pick good call. rivalry. Good pick. Is that the first rivalry that like hit mainstream for the US? Is yeah, that the other one? I was the other one that's back then. Which I mean, if you guys are, it's on your list, it's okay. But I didn't, I wasn't gonna pick it. But I know, but Hoist Gracie and Sh- the Gracies and Shamrocks hated each other. Yeah, back then. I was gonna say Gracie. That was another. Uh, one. It's not on my list, so like, I'm not gonna Josh, take, I just wanna throw it out there. I'll take that one. I'll okay. take that one as mine. Okay. Because that was the jujitsu. What yeah, that's this. Yeah. Yeah. That was, what the fuck is this <laughs> well, new thing? Yeah. You're doing a complete gi, and then you have a guy in spandex and like taped up ankles. A dude cut out of green. Yeah. Yeah. Like, by people are yeah. That would be probably the coolest shit to watch if you were not used to it whatsoever. That's why I'm like jealous of like Rogan for like being able to be there for that. Because you can you imagine. Yeah. Like yeah. you have this Ken Shamrock or Frank. I get him confused. Yeah, One of the it was. I'm pretty sure it's Ken. It was isn't Ken. It? The, he, yeah, Gracie Ken. fought Ken, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Could you imagine like this little skinny, like you know, Brazilian man just taking it to everybody? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm gonna take that as mine. No, God. that's a good. No, that's the first big one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, I'm all. He about drowned. It. He drowned him. He yeah. literally said, "Hey." I'm so good at this one thing. You can't do anything yeah. against it. Yeah, and you're that Shamrock was basically like he was just putting on the mat at the end of the fight because he couldn't move. He was so gassed and tired. Yeah, no, Gracie Shamrock, love it. I love it. Gracie's so, dude, Hall of Fame. There's a few here. Dude, that are really I, sorry, I just looked at it. They ran it back. Ken Shamrock and Royce Gracie fought in 2016. Really? Who won? What? Far past, yeah, they ran it back in Bellator 149. Who won? Who won? They stepped back in the octagon. Gracie finished the fight with a disputed knee to the head, followed by a hammer fist on the ground. <laughs> what? <laughs> not voice. Not voice. It, was it was voice. Dude, it literally says the two ran it back. Wow. Okay. Were they both 72 years old? <laughs> the rivalry holds its own today because of the president these two set for what a highly competitive feud should look like for the fighters of the future. That is wild. Dude, I had no idea. How do we not do, know about Do you guys know who... Yeah, um, there it is, Bill. It's 2016. So that was when he... Hoist Gracie was 49. And Ken Shamrock would have been... Dude, that's fucking Ken insane. Shamrock Jordan. was it was forty nine year old Hoist Gracie versus fifty two year old Ken Shamrock. Oh, poor Ken though. <laughs> yeah. Ken gets kneed to the face and then hammer fisted to the nose. Like, mm-hmm. do you guys know who Eddie Bravo is? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, do you know triangle Gracie? He's a goofy dude. <laughs> yeah, he is goofy. But what do you say, Noah? Yeah, what? You know Eddie Bravo that like yeah. Joe Rogan's friend? Yeah. Yes. Apparently he. I didn't know he was, like, good at jujitsu. He, like, made it to ADC when it was first starting. And Eddie Bravo triangled Hoyler Gracie. Seriously? No, it's not. And it's, submitted him. I no, had no idea this happened. Doesn't is, Eddie Bravo literally yeah. run his own jujitsu school? No, he does. Like, yeah. sure no, he he's does. a practitioner, but he wasn't, like, everybody thinks of the Gracies. They're the, they're the forefathers. Yeah. Like, the... Yeah, like, Hoyler was a demon. Mm. And I had no idea. I was listening to like a Rogan podcast, and it must have been the yeah. Eddie. I don't think it was, but Joe was talking about how Eddie Bravo triangled Hoyler Gracie. Yeah. 
there's yeah. no chance that happened. Not the Hoyler. How have I never yeah. heard this? Yeah. I looked up the video. Eddie Bravo triangle jumps over the crazy. That's wild. That's Dude, he's got some cred now. Like, All I mean, right. you can't, you can make fun of him, but shit. All right. That's sweet. It's like Hoist, Hoyler, and uh, the best one. What's the best one's name? Hoist. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, I can't think of his name. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yes, the I do. Where the goat races. Uh, you are thinking of... Oh my gosh! Where is it? I can't. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it wasn't Hoyler. Maybe I'm, maybe it's Hicks not. Hickson, you're thinking of Hickson Gracie. Hickson. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Like Did you see Crone Gracie, part of the Gracie family, is making his UFC comeback in a in a month or two? He's coming back. Just throwing that out there. They're a problem. I mean, they were a problem, but now people no, know. No. Yeah. God, I didn't. I have three that are I am just in love with, and now I have to decide to pick two of them. So I'm kind of upset about that. I'm not going to lie. But the first one I'm going to pick, I feel like I have to pick, is Connor and Nate. I have to. <laughs> I have to. I, think, I feel like I have to. <laughs> I mean, I'm running out of picks. Because <laughs> Nate ended Connor's kind of invincibility arc. The trash talk was hilarious. Connor's hilarious. Nate's hilarious. And when they're when they're on like the BBC, I think it's like the business channel or whatever, and they're like and the lady interviewer's like, Hey, can you guys count to ten? And Connor goes, Nate can only count to five. <laughs> like shit like that. Like it's so funny. <laughs> and like that stuff's insane. And then they're throwing water bottles at each other, like it's awesome. I'm sorry, it's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> this this I have to put this out. One of my favorite lines, because Nate Diaz is like Nate Diaz. Yeah. He's one of my favorite fighters of all time. Nate, I love you. You're not the best on the mic. But when Connor's like, I'm going to knock him out round one, mate. <laughs> and then Nate goes, Yeah, you better. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to win. Like, he was insinuating, like, You better knock me out round one, otherwise, I'm going to win. I love that line. <laughs> Yeah. He is actually so fucking dumb. Like, he is. Maybe he is slightly pussy. And the way like, it started, like, who saw that rivalry coming? And then Nate Diaz wins a fight and goes, Conor McGregor, you've stolen everything I work for. Like, what? <laughs> like, you're not even the same weight class. It's a mask on the mic without trying. Yeah. No cap. <laughs> like, what? I am, like... And the both both fights. <laughs> both both fights were awesome. I think the second fight won fight of the year, um, but it was I don't. They were great. They were great. And Connor was Connor. That was prime Connor. And then Nate was. That's when Nate became a superstar. He was more than yeah. just a star. He was a superstar. He was on yeah. like the he was on like the Tonight Show and all that shit. Like yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And then but this is the hard one for me. This next one. So I'm gonna go with. So the, or what do we got going here? We each have two. We each have so we each have picked two. We each have two left. I have a lot uh, left, but I'm gonna pick the one that had, I think, arguably, some of the most. I think it might have the most bad blood in UFC history, out like, to the point where they took it outside the UFC, and that's Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington. 
I had to I pick like it. That. I had to pick it. Yeah, that's like that would have been my next the, one. The arc of best friends in each other's corners every fight oh. to absolute hatred where they're jumping each other's out, jumping There's each other's never been more like, feel, like those two are literally the remake of Tito and Chuck. Like yeah. it's just the new version of that. They like hate worse. each other. They yeah, hate no, each these other. two are worse. Oh yeah, <laughs> they is an incredible hatred for each other there. What did um, it come down to? Like they left each other's gym or some shit? Yeah, like, it's well it's because Colby so Jorge's striking coach was Colby yeah. became Colby's striking coach, but Colby didn't pay him and that's where it yeah. started. That's where the beef started and then, then they started hating each other and then um what is oh my god, AKA no not AKA what is that gym that uh Masvidal's in with Poye? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, uh top team. Yeah, top team, American top team. They kicked Colby out, and like I don't know, they just it was wild. And then Colby started coming at Colby did Colby things, talking about yeah. family. Dude, how is Colby so <laughs> good? I will, I will back Colby on this. Colby never talked about Jorge's family. He talked okay. about Jorge being a shit dad. That's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Not you that know, I'm, like, I'm not saying Jorge's a shit dad. I'm just saying okay, he didn't actually say fam like talk about his family members. He was talking about Jorge as the person. You know who Hor- you know who Colby came at harder than Jorge was Dustin. He said, <laughs> Dustin, your wife's got fake tits. She's <laughs> ugly and your daughter's a prop. <laughs> that <laughs> is funny. Colby Covington. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And it's, uh, yeah, he, he rolls around with, like, five chicks, but, like, just they're all just, like, grody, honestly, too. Like, he doesn't actually do his stuff. Colby's, you know, Colby's hilarious. But... Are we all in agreement Jorge's a bitch for that? Yeah, I mean, the dude had 25 minutes in a cage, got work for 25 minutes, and then tried to jump the guy. And then he went on Joe Rogan this week, I will add, and said, I know he got me the first time, but I promise you, if I get in a cage with Colby Covington again... That guy will not like basically that guy will not leave. I will kill him in that cage. I'm like I think if they fought a hundred times, Jorge would win less than ten. He got outstruck by Colby. Colby was beating him on the yeah. feet. <laughs> he lost the fight. He's not as good. Not Colby, as- oh, Colby. He doesn't give a shit, dude. Yeah. Like there's zero hesitation when he fights. And Colby, I feel like he does get knocked the fuck like that's why he got his jaw broken, but like also that's why he wins the way he does sometimes. Yeah. No. It's- I Top felt tier, like, man, he's elite. You know, I had to pick that. Yeah, I had to pick that one. Or bad, the bad blood is immeasurable there. Um, and I, I love Colby Covington, and that guy's. I love him. So uh, I, I hate that people hate on him. Like, if you can't see it's a shtick, yeah, you need to get it together. Like, you know, I, like obviously yeah. it's for the money for the clout. Like, come on. That's what. Yeah. So that is my third round pick. Noah, what do we got? You got Connor and Khabib, you got Hoyce and Ken Shamrock. What is your number three? My number three is very, very my my next one might be the same guy because I think he's the most underrated smack talker in UFC history. I'm debating between two of them. I'm gonna go TJ Dillashaw, Dominic Cruz. Oh, Okay. Und- okay. No, no, I thought you were gonna. Take Dominic mine. Cruz might be the most belittling and person <laughs> on the mic when it comes to just like shitting on the other person. Yeah. They had an interview. Please. They had an interview on, on ESPN, I think it was, and TJ was talking all the smack, and Dom literally goes, "Okay, but how? How are you gonna beat me? How are you gonna be better at me than this? Tell me. I want to yeah, hear." Yeah. <laughs> 
And the teacher's like, I'll smack you right now. And Tom or Dom goes, I'm right in front of you, dummy. <laughs> yeah. You could do it right now if you wanted. What? And he calls people like dummy and like. Yeah. Just, and but like, somebody's like a bad disc, but like coming from him, you're like, oh, that's yeah. belittling. You're like, oh, that hurts. That's well, regardless, good... if anyone says that to you, like, you know you can't do shit. So what are you supposed to say? Like, you're, you just stand there, like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and no. wow, did Dom beat the brakes off there's of Dillashaw that some fight? Really, there's some really good compilations on YouTube of like. Dominic Cruz just completely ruining other fighters with his trash talk. Like he doesn't, he's not aggressive. He's not cussing up a storm. He's just basic. He's just so straightforward and direct that people don't even know. He's the most dad UFC fighter out there. (laughs) I like like it. Yeah. Yeah. I I just TJ. He's like, I'm right in front of you, dummy. What you're talking about here. You're going to do something to me. I'm right here. Yeah. We'll see it on Saturday. And then he just beat the shit out of TJ. (laughs) Yeah, Dom's fight style is fucking crazy. I like Cheeto it. cracked it. Lisa. Cheeto cracked it. Yeah, he cracked it when Dom was fucking thirty-seven. No, Sorry, Dom Mom. I told you. Josh, I know, and I love Dom. No, Dom I, is my number one bantamweight of all time. And give me a sec here. No one's even close. Give me a well, second. Cody here. cracked it before fucking Cheeto cracked it. Yeah, give, just give me a sec. I need a second here. Wanda, I just said the f word. I'm sorry. I promise you, I wouldn't say that on this podcast anymore. Shame no. on you. Wanda, I'm sorry. I've been saying it. You know, um, Wanda, love you. Sorry. <laughs> okay, you guys, can, you guys can continue. Episode, though. We started drinking before, so yeah. it's true. Uh, what I was going to say is I think the Garbrandt-Dominic Cruz fight is my, my best performance in UFC history. Go- <laughs> That's I've never seen someone – I've never seen a GOAT get outclassed that much. I had Cody and TJ on my list. Like, they're one of the rivalries. Or, or yeah, on my list is Cody and TJ because it was Cody versus Team Alpha Male. Oh, um, you just wait. That's going to come back to me, and I'm probably going to say it because <laughs> that was going to be my next yeah. one. No, I, got, well, no, I have a bunch. Just, I have a bunch. When it comes back, let's just go into yeah. it since it's mentioned. Or is everyone just at three? Or I'm only at two. Yeah, Cole's got to pick. Cole's got to pick. All right. I'm not, is Cole going to I'm back, back, so I'm going to finish mine up here, right? Yeah. What's your, what's your first one? Well, I'm bringing Dominic Cruz back into this, but this is before Uriah. Uriah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's such a good. I have Dominic Cruz versus Uriah Faber yeah. for my rival. Dude, I, I think that shit's cold. Actually, yeah. like it's so cold. Because that was, what was it before UFC that they were already oh, fucking WEC. Hating? WEC. Yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I don't know, and that's sweet. I had shit pulled up that I was gonna Dude, say. This is how old I am when it comes to watching MMA. I was. Brian Faber was my dad's favorite, fu- like like light fighter back in the day. The California kid. Yeah, he was OG. Dude, Uriah arm. I think arm barred him in their first fight, and then Dominic Cruz is like, "I'm Dominic Cruz. Uh, yeah. Here we go." And then Dominic Cruz went on a world beater tear. He's my Number one bantamweight of all oh, time. I, I, By far. I am Dude, I didn't realize Cruz was on like a, what is it? It says like a 12 fight win streak. He yeah. went five years without fighting and then beat TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. yeah that's that's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. I think he tore his ACL, tore his other ACL, tore an ACL again, it was and then a, came back. It was a guillotine. Dominated TJ. It was a guillotine choke Uriah got him with. It was a guillotine, yep. and then, yeah, then he beat Uriah by decision, and then he beat him again by decision in the trilogy. But then, yeah, Dom went on a crazy streak, lost to Cody, 
lost to Cejudo at the fights we watched together. That was his comeback. Controversial stoppage. Yeah. I'm gonna if there, I'm gonna no, be honest. Hundred percent. I agree. Totally agree. Um, but yeah, that's a great pick, Cole. I like it. I like it. That was before my time, but I have educated myself on that rivalry, and that's a great pick. Great pick. Yeah, no. That was before my time, too. The only fight I watched with my dad was before our time. Like, I feel like this was right yes. before we kind of started getting into it. No, that, it was right at the start. It was like Chuck Liddell, Uriah Faber, yeah. Dominic Cruz. That was like right when I started getting into it. Mm-hmm. Those guys were the, the dudes. Mm-hmm. All right, Cole. Run us back here. One, and this sucks because there is one current one that I really, really wanted to do, but I feel bad for the women's division. I want to put them on the map, and I feel like this rivalry is literally what put women's UFC on the map, and that was Ronda Rousey and Misha Tate. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's classic all like, time. I mean, if you're gonna take one in the UFC women's division, it's that one because they actually hate each other. Yeah, they did. The clip and from uh, dude, Ronda Rousey literally snapped her arm in yeah. their last fight, yeah. I think, and she like bragged about it in the post. Like yeah. fight conference, and then you look at all time, honey. Okay, the, the, who does the, that? Their last fight, they that was they were Ultimate Fighter coaches against each other. Yep. Rousey were, didn't yeah. know Misha was the coach. It was supposed to be someone else. I can't remember who it was right now, but they couldn't. They didn't make like they got injured or some. So they surprised Rousey on national television with Misha Tate, and she was just a total savage. As soon as she saw Misha walk through the like, Misha walked up, tried to shake her hand, and Rousey just stared at, didn't even flinch. Like, who the like, who the f is this person? Like, why is she in front of me? Like, just instant trigger for <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna sound bad for saying this. Looking back on it. It was so like lit and hype, but they both sucked. They're yeah. both so bad. But as women's fighters now, yeah, like I'm the gonna, top I'm five in every division you. would absolutely kill these two. Whoa! Oh, kill them! Whoa! Kill them. I am mind blown. Right, you guys. I know there's a hatred for Ronda Rousey. Dude, Ronda two. Rousey sucks. Rose Nama Yunus head kicks Ronda. Rose Nama <laughs> Yunus isn't even the same weight class. I I know. I I'm very much so aware. That's why I said that <laughs> to be controversial. Ronda to the next galaxy. I'm like, gonna make a TikTok about this. I'm making Ronda TikTok. Is smart, I'm taking though. a poll. Hey. Ronda, you're a Hall of Famer. You put no, Lucas Money on the map. Hall of Famer. But when people figured you out, you were smart to get out of there. I don't because you were about to get lit up your next how many fights? I don't. The, you, this this don't is where I stand. Okay, this is where I stand. I don't think she got it figured out. I think her confidence got the best of her, and that she and she thought she, like she thought she could beat anybody at any part of the game. She could out grapple and like cause she's a judo medalist. Like she could out grapple anybody, but she was trying to stand and bang with people. She was trying to do things like that. She was way overconfident in her skills. She had her box look like my six year old sister trying to box. Yeah, I no, feel like, like Ronda like, has the best arm bar in UFC history. Yeah, well, one, the, one trick pony. Uh, if you can't toss, she doesn't even have good takes down. She's a judo. She's a tossing girl. Like any you good. can't toss her. You I, win. I look. I don't think she can't wrestle. Like she good at game. She can't wrestle. Are you trying to tell me that somebody like Irene Aldana, Irene Aldana, Juliana Pena, are they going to be Ronda Rousey? They all beat her. Are you kidding me? Pena absolutely kills Ronda. I am in like I can't. Rose Malma Yunus at one fifteen on a good day chins her. 
Yeah, dude. Rose you think is John Wei Lee would beat her? I think so. I had. To, I need to. I. I'm in kind Gosh, of. Gosh, gun to your head right now. Prime Ronda, prime Zhang Wei Li. Right, what what weight are they fighting at? It doesn't matter. If they fight at if they meet at one twenty five, Zhang Wei Li wins. I will say that. But if you're giving me like prime Ronda at one thirty five against prime or prime uh, Zhang Wei Li at one fifteen, Ronda's gonna toss her. No, she's not. Yes, she Dude. is. Wei Li is stronger. Not when you she's thirty pounds lighter. Francis and Ganu, Josh. I know she's strong. Wing Lee's takedowns are takedown defense is off the cage. Ronda Rousey's an Olympian. <laughs> Josh, just think about like normal. It's, it's a UFC, brother. I know, I but you're talking fire. about takedown defense. No, I look. I don't think Ronda's like a. I don't think she's a top three, four, whatever UFC woman's fighter ever. Okay, like I'm not saying. I don't think that. she's a top forty. I think she's a top twenty-five. Okay, I was like, I'm not even going to continue this podcast. I was, that was that was too far. I'll be I'll be in reality. Look, she's obviously like she's obviously not on like the same level as Nunes. Not on the same level as Shevchenko. Like skill level, like pound for pound, not on the same same level as Zhang Weili, Joanna, um, Rose. Skill. All right. No, she's not. Wise fighter wise, she's in the top three. Fighter wise, like. As good as she can fight, she, she's like not even top ten. I just not even think, close. yeah, Ronda. I know that there was a hatred for her. Wise, you got to give her top three. No. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely, yeah. I agree. I Ronda's agree. great. Ronda's I, great. I give her one. I give her one. Yeah, I mean, realistically, she is the one that put women's division. No, she did. On she did. She was a big drop. But look, okay, we got we really dug a rabbit hole there. Cool, great pick though. I like the pick. Thanks. I like yeah. the pick. <laughs> those are my four. I'm actually way happier than what I thought I was going to be. No, after those my are four. no, those are you had four good ones. You had four good ones. All right, Noah, what's your fourth? How are you rounding us up here? I got I, mean, I got two I that I'm really really kind of hesitant between. So I'm hoping you take one of them just to make my life easier. Well, I want I'm looking up the record between these two right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. This is also when I. This was actually before I really got into the UFC, but their rivalry carried over into Tito Chuck. I'm going Chuck again. Okay. I know what you're gonna do. Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture, baby. Yeah. Randy right. Couture is the man. He's the man. I don't yeah, care. I Chuck that. beat him twice. I Randy's the man. I like it. No. Uh, so Chuck's up two. Dude, is it up? Is he up two? Is he up? How many times? I, guess twice. I was gonna say Chuck's they up two all, right? I I think Chuck snoozed them both times. I'll I'll double check, but I think you're right, Noah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I, I just uh, looked up how many times they fought. I don't I didn't look up who won, but I'm pretty sure Chuck snored him twice. I am looking Let's right now. It so might have been too quick Chuck, first round Chuck, knockout. Chuck too. knocked him out in the second round in two thousand six, and then he knocked him out in the first round in two thousand five. Oh, but he Fuck lost it. to him, but he lost to him by TKO in 2003. Yeah, oh, so, hey, it was a trilogy. Yeah. I didn't even know that. It was a trilogy. Yeah, good job, Cole. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I forgot. Randy Couture. One. I feel like we don't talk about Couture enough. He's the wrestling godfather. Of he the was the, he was the first champ champ. Or not champ champ, yeah. but double champ. Um, yeah. yeah. No, Couture's a dog. Um, yeah. Chuck Couture. 
Uh, I think the only thing that's Chuck and Couture are both good dudes. Like they didn't hate each other is the thing that said. That's why that rivalry is not up there, even though they're two legends. No, but but I think that first loss where Couture TKO'd him was in Pride. I can let you know in like ten seconds here. It, I know it carried it was over in, into the UFC. No, it was UFC forty three. Was their first fight? Okay, okay. and then they fought at yeah. UFC fifty two and UFC fifty seven. Yeah, that was good pick. It wasn't an absolute hateful like, you know, wasn't it? Wasn't, but it was classic, yeah. dude. True, classic. Yeah. And I feel like, dude, Chuck Liddell doesn't get enough credit for putting UFC on the map. He had no. commercials and shit. I wasn't a I, UFC fan at all when I was in like elementary school. I knew who Chuck the Iceman Liddell was. I was gonna say, I yeah. feel like he definitely, yeah. Like, I feel like he's definitely known as not the Mount Rushmore by any means, but he's definitely like one of those dudes. Godfather, absolutely. Couture is on that. Right. No, totally. He came into that. He came into MMA with just wrestling. Yeah, and he did. He, and he, and he was incredibly his successful. Was not good. When I mean, he fought Brock, when Brock took the heavyweight title from him, he was like freaking sixty pounds lighter than the guy. Like that guy looked like a child next to Brock. <laughs> the first picture I pulled up yeah, was that was bad. That was, that was, that was uh, Randy Couture giving Chuck Liddell an overhand right yeah. and just absolutely cleaning him with it. Okay. I'll, we'll finish up this draft with another bad blood one. Even though they're buddies now, at the time, they did not like each other. I'm taking Michael Bisping and Luke Rockhold. Yeah. That's what Good I'm one. doing. Another classic, honestly. Dude, yeah. I had. To I just love that Bisping won that second fight. Okay, can, I'll just bring it up there. Uh... First fight, Luke Rockhold one arm guillotined him with a hook. Yeah, <laughs> that is embarrassing as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, left hook Larry Michael Bisp comes back and cleans his clock. Fire. And the Fire. trash talk because that was back when UFC had the press conferences with the fight, like post fights with the fighters both on stage. And Bisping and Rockhold went at it again, and Bisping was basically like f being respectful at this point you didn't even yeah. shake my hand like no and he just goes you got knocked the f out like like she was just going off um they did not like each other they were both like they both fights were finishes uh but yeah both very was, good fighters i would have loved to see that one get run back because luke rockhold would have beat the shit out of my i think guy. so too but yeah. do you think i don't think luke rockhold is exciting at all well i think luke rockhold is one of the like most, he's one of the, the I, I think he's one of the best. I think Rockhold and Weedman are fucking the same exact no, team. I see. I'm cool. I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit here. I'm gonna say Luke Rockhold is one of the best all around fighters in UFC history. I Josh, just, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tail you on that. I think the Luke Rockhold that beat Chris Weidman is a top three middleweight of all time. I wouldn't be mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Like it's him, Izzy, and Silva. <laughs> At that point, yeah, like Luke Rockhold when he beat Chris Weidman and was on that tear was the fact. So the crazy, fact, isn't the, it? the fact we never got Rockhold Silva is ridiculous. Oh, so sad, dude. Because Luke because... Rockhold, Luke Rockhold, like he's good. He is good everywhere, and I know even Luke in his last Rockhold fight against a statue. Even right, I gotta pee. I gotta pee, boys. Keep talking. Okay, I'll I, talk I, to I Cole. Cole, me and I, we'll talk. Even though like his last fight against Paulo. Against Costa. Rockhold's old. He hasn't fought in a long time. He was like, he's still good on the ground. He was still 
blasting him with kicks. Like, I just feel like Rockhold is just good everywhere. All right, give me your top three middleweights right now. Top, no, top five, top five. Top five ever? Because you just said, what did you say? Well, you I was talking about prime. Man. I was talking about primes, okay. So Anderson Silva is my number one middleweight about, or yeah, number one middleweight ever. Which is 100%, yeah. I feel like, unanimous. Okay? And then I think Izzy's a unanimous too. I agree. Oh my gosh, it gets so hard after that. <laughs> Actually, um... I just looked up a list and it's honestly shocking as fuck. Like I, yeah. This is so I'm trying to think crazy. who else would be up there. Rockhold has to be up there. Dude, when it comes down to it, middleweight is not that stacked. No, I mean, I'm thinking of Rockhold. I'm thinking of Weidman. I'm thinking of Whitaker. I'm thinking of Forrest Griffin. I know, for, well, no, Forrest Griffin was more, I'm thinking of Rich Franklin. Yeah. Rich Franklin. Yeah, Forrest. Forrest was a 205 or more, uh, more often. I'm thinking of Rich Franklin, but like, I think I think right, I would uh, put. Why don't you put in your three? Just give me all right. So you have. I'd go Silva, Silva, Silva. Who's at your three? Silva, Izzy, Luke, Bisping, Whitaker. That's what I do. For this list that I looked up, I just clicked on the top link. They have Chris Weidman at number three, and it's like unanimous. Like it's over double what's fourth. I mean, he beat Silva. And yeah, I guess twice. technically he beat him twice. He um, totally snapped yeah, his yeah. leg in fucking half. Yeah, so, um, Damn. I mean, I get it. I, right. I, 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 be a, I don't care. I might be a plug for this, but Gegard Musasi. Gegard Musasi, yeah. He's at number four. That, so that must be an all MMA ranking. Because oh, he, okay. he dominated Bell, he dominated Bellator for a while. But oh, they have Gegard's a demon. Yeah, he they is. Have Winter, they have Ryan Winter, 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 Ryan we're th- well, we're talking just middleweights right now. They have they have Whitaker above Rockhold in the rankings. Oh, I mean Whitaker's a dog. <laughs> like Whitaker's yeah. I agree with that. I I think Prime Rockhold though, the one that beat Wyman would be Prime Whitaker. That yeah, that'd be an insane fight because like those are the two prime those are the two prime examples of I'm good everywhere, literally everywhere. Yeah. Um, Gegard Musasi, like he dominated Bellator. He did get knocked out by Uriah Hall with one of the best spinning bicycle kicks I've ever seen in UFC. The most, one of the most accurate spinning, uh, spinning wheel kicks or spinning kicks you've, you'll ever see. Put it right, put his heel in his forehead. If you haven't seen that highlight, go watch it because it was awesome. Um, but yeah, Gegard Musasi was a dog in Bellator until he lost. Then he lost uh, Michael Venom Page. Wait, what MVP? Gegard Musasi fights middle. Yeah, Gegard Musasi won the first fight against MVP when MVP tripped, and then he caught him with that uh, hook, and then he knocked MVP out, gave MVP his first loss, and then MVP beat Musasi by decision. What I thought MVP fought, I thought he fought Walter. I will double check right now, but I'm. Uh, why was I thinking of Gegard Musasi? I was thinking of Douglas Lima. Okay, I'm okay, stupid. Okay, I was just going to I was literally going to say, I think you're thinking of Douglas Lima. No, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I like, wow, that is... I don't want to get back-checked and lose. Yes, so. that's not a good look on Josh. Okay, I was wrong. Douglas Lima's a gangster. <laughs> no, he is, MVP but uh, Gegard Musasi dominated Bellator for a while. Like, he left... I don't know. I can't remember the re- exact reason he did leave, but he went. he left and dominated. All right, Josh, here we go. Let's get on this uh, MVP. This just got my brain spinning. We can get derailed. This is a podcast, whatever. 
Um, I think that uh, Michael, not Michael Perry, Mike Perry. Yeah, Mike Perry. Mike Perry. Platinum. Yeah. Platinum would beat the fuck out of Jake Paul in a boxing match. I think he would beat the shit out of him. Dude, Mike, yeah. no, Mike Perry, especially after being in bare knuckle, what else is he practicing? I don't think he'd be Guys, I don't think it'd be fucking close. Dude, if you beat Michael Page and bare knuckle, are you kidding me? <laughs> I think Mike Perry fights Jake Paul, knocks him out. The same night, fights, fights Tommy Fury and also beats him. I think that dude is a crazy no, person. Michael Perry, Mike Perry is crazy. Michael Venom Page, are you? You're lying to me if you don't want to see him fight Israel Adesanya. You don't. You're lying to me if you don't want to see those two strikers go against each other. I would love it. I would love it. Oh, and I just, I'm, I just got the weight classes wrong again. I'm fucking stupid. I think, but um, yeah. But I'm just saying, like you Michael. Did, you did, but I was gonna, I, know, I was I gonna go with it. No, I. <laughs> Ignore me. It's the freaking. Do I need to finish this, Josh? It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's the effing this freaking monkey shoulder bullshit. The monkey, the nasty. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, no, Mike Perry. No, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you, Leezer. I'm with you. I need some fucking ice. I Dude, have, I've been drinking. I've been drinking monkey shoulder with no Perry. ice. No ice. <laughs> How do you think I feel right now, buddy? <laughs> what, did I, what did I just do? <laughs> No, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I just finished my whiskey and now I'm feeling fucking good. <laughs> I love it. We're just saying how neither of us have ice and it's just going down oh, yeah. like. Hey, cheers to the neat brothers on that yeah. whiskey train. Cheers boys. to the future number one MMA podcast in the world. We gotta be. We gotta be. We're so much fun. We're on our way. Look at our TikToks. We hit a thousand views the other week. Dude, Cole has like four grand on that one. You did four grand, Cole? Hell yeah. No, I love him. I wasn't on one of them. I don't think so. That's dope. I'm pretty sure you do. Dude, I I learned how to cap cut now. I can make like montages and compilations. Yeah, dude. You're a freaking artist. (laughs) We need Dana to see this shit because I'm done paying for fucking, or we need to be done paying for pay-per-view. When was the last time you paid for (laughs) pay-per-view? I can't remember. (laughs) Cole and I did. Cole and I did. I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> um, but okay, um, final final yeah. draft. My draft of four rivalries was Jones Cormier, Connor Nate, Jorge Colby, Bisping Rockhold. Noah went Connor Khabib, Poise, Ken Shamrock, Dillashaw, Cruz, Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture. Cole went Chael Silva. Chuck Liddell, Tito, Dom, Uriah, Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate. Yeah. Three great drafts. I want to highlight. We don't need to talk about it, but I just want to highlight some ones that I also had written down. I had probably the best, not bad blood, but the best fights you'll ever see in a rivalry was Frankie Edgar and Gray Maynard. I had that down. I had the best, the best heavyweight trilogy ever with, or yeah, with Kane and JDS. I had that down there. I'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about Connor and uh, Jose Aldo. And then another one I had was Cody and TJ. Oh, and I guess I also highlighted Izzy and Alex just because Alex came from kickboxing specifically to take Izzy's belt. And I thought, I think yeah, that's crazy. Do you consider Figgy Moreno? Oh, yeah, that's a great reverie. That's no great I was, fights. I was gonna say, I was thinking about saying that, and like, I was gonna say the new age, too. Like, I mean, yeah. they fucking fought four times. Like, yeah. you can't, it's great and all great, all were entertaining fights. Yeah, 
I was just reading some that I had written down. But yeah, great ones. Um, I I almost mentioned Colby and Usman as well, uh, just because yeah. tra- Colby's trash talk was awesome. I almost mentioned Max and Volk because we all saw Max as invincible until he ran into Volk. Um, but yeah, did Max won the second fight. He did. He did. But he had a ten eight in round two. I don't care what anybody said. That was a fun draft. I enjoyed that one. I like that one. I like talking about that stuff. Leezer, let's do some trivia corner. How about that, buddy? Do some trivia corner. You guys hated on me because I was too in depth last time. Can I just say something? AK, luckily, I just saw like on a little notification, AK just texted. He's like, Are you guys live right now? Or something. He was definitely about to join. <laughs> just say whatever AK says. <laughs> yeah, hey, bring him in. Who cares? We'll bring a guest. Bring him in. Hey, yeah. shout out Undercover Weebs Podcast. Hey, bring him in. That's another podcast. Yeah, I'm tell AK of. to join and we'll introduce the guy. Leezer, let's do some trivia corner. So I have best. Uh, three out of five. Okay. If it keeps going, I'm gonna wing it because I'm not. I'm gonna do it a long one like last. Time. I'm gonna let you guys struggle because Josh. I feel like yeah. I don't have as. Many. <laughs> so I have. We're gonna go back and forth. We have a the sp- same thing we did last time. I'm gonna randomize. Okay, we have a special guest this week. We got Mr. Worldwide himself, Alexander Kluver, coming in. Mr. Biggest Worldwide. biggest UFC fan I've ever met in my Mr. life. Worldwide. Um, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, we'll use this platform with our large, large following to shout out the best anime podcast in the world, Undercover Weaves. Yeah, you just joined the future number one podcast in the entire world. <laughs> Then you'd have to take over the undercover weaves, and I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> right, but, uh, hey, that's hey, I'm, I'm saying, undercover weaves. If anyone watches anime, tune in. We have the best podcast art out of any. I'm I'm not even gonna say anime podcast. The best fucking art of any podcast. I agree. No, your guys, it's your not guys is, about the podcast guy. art though. But it's about the to, content. To me, it, it to me content. it is because I don't get. Fire, AK, we are fire, baby. AK, I don't give a shit about the content because I'm not an anime guy, but I care about the cover hey. art and it is awesome. So it I will, I will shout I that out. Poster of it right there. <laughs> I will shout that out. All right, Leezer, let's do some Noah's trivia corner. Let's get into it. Noah's trivia corner. So I have I have five categories lined up. Josh, I just randomized. You start. Okay. Cole gets to follow. So next, next, next round, second round, Cole gets to start. And Josh, I feel like you're gonna watch this. <laughs> so thanks. First one. Yeah, I am the underdog here. It's fair enough. Fair most enough. title fights in MMA history. Most title fights in MMA MMA history. I don't care the order. You just have to say one that are in the top seven. Top seven, John Jones. That's the. Okay, cool, go. <laughs> just the most title fights in history? Yep. Is, uh, oh, fuck, I just want to guess the obvious first thing that comes to mind. Is Figueroa uh, or Moreno on there, I mean? <laughs> he has four. Oh. Right? <laughs> what? Cool, I'm just going to let you know it goes 12, 12, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> title title fights. Fights. Brandon Moreno? Josh. All right. <laughs> Kyrie, okay, Kyrie you restart because that was bad. <laughs> okay, I'll just go to GSP then. Yep, there we go. I'm sorry. Okay, Silva. <laughs> yep. I'm already... Uh, fucking Aldo. Yep. 
this is actually tough for Josh. I feel mental after saying Moreno. Fuck uh, you. Give me, you. Can you give me the numbers again? It's 12, 13, 12, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay. So I am going to go with... Wow, this is actually kind of tough. Um, oh, you know what? Oh, Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay I should have had a back. The other ones I wouldn't get. These next two I would not get. So guess what? Shit. <laughs> is Gracie, always Gracie, one no. of them? They didn't have huh. championships back then, Cole. They just had Can a one-night tournament. Can you <laughs> give me another 20-second timer? No, because you won't get it. It's Randy Couture. Fifteen of his like eighteen UFC fights were for a title. Really? Okay. Yeah. And then Matt Hughes. Matt, Matt Hughes. Hughes I almost one. said Matt Hughes. I almost did. And then I thought of DJ. Okay. I, I still can't believe your second pick was Brandon Moreno. That was my first pick. I know. No, like second in the whole draft. That's wild, dude. Oh. <laughs> After John, yes, that wasn't really. I don't know. I guess that are, once Leaser started saying like 12, 15, like that's <laughs> when I actually started thinking, okay, who the fuck has been champ for a really long time? <laughs> all right, all right, let's do the next one, Leaser. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, right now. Oh, AK, we're Most. bringing AK, we're bringing you in for the uh, UFC San Antonio picks this weekend. FYI, you should probably look up the card. Okay, do info right now. Yeah, I'm not fucking around this week. If someone gets a rock, get a rock. I don't know. Oh. Uh, UFC San Antonio, you said San Antonio. Yeah, look at the card. If I get and if I get my pick wrong this week, I'm off the podcast. You're taking my spot, so I would just get yeah. Josh is being I'm literally gonna get all of the picks right. Um, no, you just have to. One lock, AK. You need one lock. So for this one, I would only have got two of them. And so, Cole, we're starting with you. You lose. Josh gets one right. Here we go. Complete fighter time. Time in the octagon out of all UFC fights. Who has the most? I have five. Cole, you start. Who's Donald one? He's not. Josh. It's a ah! I'm trying to think of the guy that retired Cerrone, but his name is off my head right now, and it is killing me. I, I, I say whoever Josh is thinking of. Josh, there's other ones. There's no, other total, ones total that you fighter get. time. No, we need a I'm going to go with – can I go with RDA? RDA is the number one with eight hours of <laughs> octagon time in the UFC. Cole, eight who, who hours. Was, who, he spent eight hours fighting Jim, people out of death. Cole, who was I thinking of, Cole? Is it not Jim? Jim Miller. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, I was going to say it's Jim, Jim Miller. Miller is five. Yeah. Cerrone's down the list. It's RDA, Frankie Edgar at two, Max Holloway three, Damian Maya. Damian Maya is four. Is it not? That's wild that Max is there and he's like 31 years old. Yeah, Max being there is crazy. <laughs> Max just drowns people and makes them hate their life. That. All right, Leaser, let's do it. Let's right, do the next one. All right, if he gets one more, I'm done. Give me a right, fucking shot. No, it's another hot one. And this is, I'm sorry, Cole, this is tough for you because the number one. Uh, most in-fight time in title bouts. In-fight time in title bouts. John Jones. Yep, that's one. What are we doing, like, top what? And there's five for this one okay. that I have written down. Okay, top five. 
who's been I, Demetrius Johnson has to be one of them. Yes, indeed. I hate you for that one. I was gonna use it. Uh, GSP. He is number two. You guys have the top three narrowed down. Cole, I'm gonna give you a hint. Uh, I mentioned this person earlier. We mentioned a lot of people earlier. Ah, <laughs> uh, is it Anderson Silva? It is not. Josh takes this round. <gasps> you guys got the top three, which I'm impressed with. Randy Couture is yep. four. I was, Randy Couture is my next one. <laughs> Dude, my, I'm my a number dummy. five. That's who's five. You won't take a stab. Each you take a stab. My number five would be. Think of like a low key goat, like a low key goat that, but has had a lot of title fights. Is it Stipe? I was gonna say DC. Light, lighter weight. I was gonna Move say to I was a gonna bunch say of different weight classes. Well, I mean, I was gonna say Jose, although BJ Penn has really? three hours and twenty four minutes of title fight time. I would have not guessed BJ. All right, well, me God and Cole are one one going into next right. week. All right, let's do it. You fucking sweat me, though. That sucks. Whatever. Let's go into UFC San Antonio. Fantastic. All right, Josh. Let's go. Let's go. Let's put Can't the Dukes wait. up. Can't man. wait. Can't wait. All right. No, wait. All right. We wait, got our Josh, guest. Did you, talk about, did you talk about our final scorings for, like, after we went over our last or the last fight card? Oh, yeah. I what can do that right now with picks. So, picks right yeah. now are at... Me and or Cole is in first at 18 for 28 at 64. Right, so 64%. 64%. And me and Lisa are both at 16 for 28 at 57%. All band positive, which is a great thing to see in the UFC world. But Cole yeah, is go. Cole is doing oh, awesome. Cole is doing awesome. <laughs> Underdog locks, we got Cole and Noah both at four for six, both doing very well. And then we got your boy Josh Fisher at one for six. Hasn't gotten one right in a couple in a little bit now. Fade me. Fade me. Lasers, you guys would be up how many units? Yeah, so, call me call me book it with Trent on TikTok because I can't get a yeah. fucking pick right. <laughs> Sorry, I said it again. I don't care. Um after last week, the only so I actually the only thing that only results in fantasy last week was me losing two points with Fazeev losing to Gaethje and Usman losing to Edwards. So I am at six now to Noah's one to Cole's negative two. So let's do some picks for this yeah, week. Yeah, we're screwed on this fantasy thing. We're going to owe him a bottle. One yeah, of us you, I am so excited for some whiskey from you guys. Just don't buy Monkey Shoulder because that will not work okay, for me. Just oh, nice yeah. At least he knows Kamaru is done and done. Like, Kamaru yeah. is done. So yeah, he, is, he is, done. he is, he is. No, I agree. So, AK, Alexander Kluver, our guest of the week, special guest of the week. This was planned all along. You are pay- making picks with us. For the main card of UFC okay. San Antonio, first fight of the night. Do I just get a? You basically just got to pick the winners. Do I just winners. get to pick the person? Just pick the winners. You got to pick the winners, and okay. you're gonna. I don't got to do like a like you're a buy or whatever. <laughs> no, you're just gonna pick who you think's gonna win between the two fighters. So Nate okay. Wonder, um, the guy that looks like he's 20 and also 80 at the same time. That pussy against Austin Lingo. So first fight of the main card is. Oh my god, I don't even know. Chidi Chidi Njokwani. Chidi Njokwani. He's a very good striker. I can't say his last name. Here's Albert Duraev. I will lead us off. Chidi is the favorite. I'm taking Albert Duraev, though. UFC Contender Series, Dana White Contender Series. Um, 
worker, and he is a very good wrestler. I think he's going to survive the first round to wrestle him to a decision. I'm taking Albert Duraev. I am going to tell you and also take Duraev. I think finish round two. Cool. All right, well, I mean, last week I'm pretty sure we tailed each other for the first four fights. I am actually going to go with Chidi. I think... This dude's takedown defense is definitely good enough to stop over. He's strong. He is strong. And his striking is definitely way better. Um, I don't know. Can't decide right now if it's going to be a finish or a but Chidi's definitely got got the advantage on the feet. I'm counting on Albert surviving and grappling. AK, what do we think? You got Chidi or Albert? Okay. So... Um, looking at, at the website, I'm looking at this on both of their pictures are missing. So unfortunately I cannot give a, like a for sure. Just go on UFC.com. But the Jokuani guy has a way cooler name. So I'm going with him. Yeah, AK, you you probably should just go to the UFC. AK, I would recommend you to go to the UFC website because then you'll get pictures and stats. That's a really cool spot. Well, it has pictures, but it... (laughs) Only for some of the okay, people. Okay, next fight. We have a six-fight main card this weekend, boys. And I mentioned him weeks ago, my favorite flyweight in the world, Manel Cop. I said he's a possibility for a future champion. The best pure striker in the flyweight division. Give me Manel Cop over Alex Perez. Early knockout. Last two fights for Alex Perez has been under two minutes. Him getting finished. Manel Cop is going to make easy work of this guy. I'm going to just have Alex Perez and his jiu-jitsu is sick. Dude. So, I'm going to go Manel Cop knockout round one. I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say dude, Alex Perez looks like a complete, just, I don't know. Manel Cop, Josh, I'm yeah. I, I, I've watched his last two fights. His last two fights, he got choked out by Figueredo instantly and then lost to Pantoja. Manel Cop's striking is nuts. That guy it's is, nuts. he's the it's quickest, he's, he might be the quickest flyweight. It's going to, like, oh, my God. Give me Manel Cop. Cole, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with you. Manel Cop, early knockout. I'm there. Is this takedown defense enough for Perez? I don't care if it's enough. I don't think it matters. I honestly don't <laughs> think it matters. Give me Manel Cop, knockout. AK, we got Manel Cop, or do we you got Alex, Alexander Perez? Looking at looking at, I do have the pictures now. I went to the right website. Um and Manel Cop looks like Kendrick Lamar to me, and I don't like Kendrick Lamar, so I'm gonna pick Alex Perez. But okay. Also, partially no, because okay. Alex Perez has the same name as me. So we're gonna so, so we're gonna say two things. Um, we, no, we we want to fade AK because you picked against Manel Cop, but the main reason we want to t- uh, fade AK is because he said Kendrick Lamar sucks. He was the greatest yeah, rapper of our generation. So we're just gonna leave that there. Next fight, uh, we got Andrea Lee, Macy Barber, and. I have Macy Barber. Misses, I think she's 9-2, and 11-2, and two, something like that. I feel like this is an easy one. Give me Macy Barber. I'm telling you, Josh. Give me Macy Barber. I think you're just scared of falling behind me. But... I'm not scared of falling behind <laughs> you. I, I, I have my picks for the yeah. other two. No, I'm just, gonna, gonna, I'm just, gonna, I'm just, gonna, I'm just giving you shit. I'm just giving you shit. Cole, what are we thinking? Andrea or Macy? Uh, this one is actually kind of hard for me. I already tailed from you guys once. It's annoying for me that Leezer is tailing you every single time. Well, you can just pick with your pick with your head. Pick with no, no pick with your head, I, not your I heart. <laughs> no, I don't care what. Realistically, I don't care what you guys do because I do want Andrea Lee and give me her in decision. 
I love Macy Barber. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Hey, I appreciate that, Cole. AK, hey, what Josh, are we thinking? We love Macy Barber. Uh, yeah, we do. Big favorite guys or what? Big, big what guys? I'm a. Oh, never mind. Cole, never mind. You know I never bet favorites. I well, so far you've bet all. Okay, these are both me and you have bet two favorites, one underdog. Elbert's an underdog. AK, what are you thinking? Are you thinking Macy? Are you thinking Andrea? You know, I'm evolving as I come along, and I've realized you can you click on it, it has a drop down, it shows you stats. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there we go. There we go. The, looking at being my big brain and know everything about UFC. I'm going to take Andrea Lee because she has the bigger numbers in most of the categories. Let's go, AK! It. Cole and Dude. AK have been tag team in this whole entire yes, process. Sir. Yeah, what's going on here? They're All just right. Boys. Now we got Nate the Train Landwehr versus Austin Lingo, and I think this is an easy one. Austin Lingo is filling in for Alex Caceres. Nate the Train, I watched his last fight. Why is that guy's name slipping my mind? I don't know. But Nate the Train had one of the better comebacks I've seen in recent memory. Give me Nate the Train. That dude is psychotic. He's psycho. And I want Nate That's the Train. That's awesome that you say that. I, I'm glad because, it is. Uh, Mr. Austin Lingo is going to finish him. In... You think Nate the Train is getting finished? Okay. I like Fuck it. Nate the Train. I don't know why I don't like him. I just don't like him. He looks like 18 years old and 70 years old. I like it. I don't like how he looks. I like it. I, hate, I do. I do hate I people. I do hate people that tattoo their nicknames on their chest. So I will say I don't like that he tattoos. Nah, the that's train. the most. Bro, Nate the Train and Del- Darren Elkins fought, and Nate the Train beat him. Yeah. Also, I think Nate the Train sucks. So I feel give me like Nate the Train and Darren Elkins are the same person. I have not seen them in the same room together. I don't think so. Uh, Nate the Train, <laughs> I'm picking him. Cole, what do you think? I have Nate by knockout. Knockout. Okay, I like oh, it. Quite no, different from you guys I, on this one. <laughs> I've Nate knocking out Lingo is what yeah, I. Yes. Yeah. Alexander Kluver. What are we thinking here? Alexander Bradley Kluver. I remember your middle name. What are you You're thinking? Really giving up my full. Bradley. Bradley. Yeah. Well, hey, do you want, my social Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you want to release your SSN while you're at it or what? But uh, yeah, if you're I mean, looking I might at us well. right now, AK, your beard is looking crisp. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Uh, you know, I kind of, I, I don't really dig Austin Lingo's tattoos, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Nate. All right. We got three trains. We I are running a train. Never mind. It. Three trains, no, no leasers. That was a bad, Come bad here. statement. Not, bad I'm statement. Not into the weird tribal he's got going no, on there. Bad statement. We're not running a train. I just meant we're all riding with the train. Um, but next fight is Holly Holm and Yana. <laughs> Holly Holm, Yana Santos. Give me Holly Holm. Um, Yana Santos hasn't fought in two or three years. Holly Holm. Holly Holm kind of seems like a old. porn. Give me Holly Holm head kick round one. I think it's. A, I think it's a. Okay, I think Holm wins. I think it's a decision because Holm is forty nine years old or whatever. She's old as shit. I don't care. Holm is gonna win. Cole. Uh, does AK, I think what do we left think? high kick Holly Holm finish? Hey, you heard it here first. If if Holly Holm wins by left high kick finish, Noah Lisa runs his podcast by himself, and you will never hear from me. Man, I still again. I still need to clip uh, <laughs> Leon Edwards. My UDAC. I still gotta clip that. Cole, what are we thinking? Holm or Santos? I got home all day long. I don't. How old is she actually? She's forty-one. 
fuck is she? <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I genuinely don't see a scenario where Holly loses. I think it's 41 versus 36. I believe. No, give me Udek, just like Lizer just said. I mean, he said the other yeah. fight was Udek, but give me Holly by Udek here. AK, what are we thinking? Holly or Santos? I'm going to go with uh, Giannis Santos because okay. she's Russian, and I feel like Russians yeah. are just better at, at yeah, fighting. Yeah, they're, than they're scary. They're scary. They're scary. Now we, get to, scary. now we get to possibly the fight of the year. The one me and Leezer have been hyping up for weeks. The one me and Leezer are going to fight about because this is the <laughs> easiest fight, decision of all time. Are you kidding me? It's Corey Sanhagen versus Marlon Cheeto Vera. And, you know, Cole, here, let's go with Cole and AK first because I know me and Noah are going to have words. Cole, what do you think? Josh, before, before we do this, do you think this is going to be fight of the year? Because I think this is going to be fight I of the don't. Year. I'll tell you. Here, let's let Cole and AK answer and then I'll tell you why I don't think it will. And then I'll tell you. Uh, I will you tell you fucker. Okay, okay. I have, okay. I have a reason. I'll tell you. But let's let Cole and AK okay. answer first. AK, why don't you start us here? Do you want Corey or okay. Corey or Vera? Okay. <laughs> Based off of my um, expertise in this field, Corey Sandhagen's belly button is way too low. Um, so <laughs> I'm going with Marlon Vera. Got it. <laughs> AK, my fucking brother. That's probably my a better. No, AK, that's a great argument. It's probably better real, than anything. Like his no, belly that's... button is like waist. That's height. a way Look better that. argument it's than weird. anything Noah's going to give me. So I'm just telling you that's a great pick. It weirds me out. <laughs> I'm just giving you, I'm giving you shit. I'm giving you shit. Cole, what do you bring think? It, baby, bring Cole, what do you it. think? Give me Corey Sanhagen wins by Udek, baby. And, okay, I think we everybody know, like anybody that is listening knows, I got Corey. Leaser, I'm assuming you're still with Vera. Uh, am I still with Vera? Yeah. Okay. I'm Vera. Finished third I'm, round. I'm double checking. I'm double checking. Um, no, lead us off here. What is your reasoning? Lead us off here, buddy. No, I, I really do like both these guys. Like, I genuinely like both these guys a lot. I'm a big Stan Hagen fan, but I'm a big Cheeto fan. And I love someone that can just stick it out and snore someone whenever <laughs> they want. I I love it. I, Bro, think, I think O'Malley beats Cheeto if they fight again. I did. Okay, that's one of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Cheeto hits like a Mack truck, and I think he has the sneakiest kicks in the UFC. Yeah. I think he has, like, he mixes up his striking with his kicks the best out of anyone in the in the whole UFC. I, anyone in the his high world? kicks, no one sees him coming. He goes, front kick, okay. Left fucking roundhouse, boom, breaks Dominic Cruz's nose. Mm. I, I think he's nasty, and I think I think Sanhagen's going to crumble, man. I hear like okay. Cheeto in it. I am, am, am I good to give my my side on this argument now? I'm going to argue you. So no, I hope you do, you. but I'm like, are you done? Am I good to, am I good to give my you're side? You're good. You're good. Cheeto is, inc- Chido is incredibly exciting, obviously. I think he's the most powerful bantamweight in the world. I also think he's one of the smartest bantamweights in the world. The reads he was making to set up that front head kick on Edgar, that left side kick yep. on Cruz, incredibly smart. And Rob Font is an incredible boxer, and he made Rob Font look like ground beef by the end of the fight. Cheeto Vera is great. Like he's a great fighter. I, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. A fan. I don't like like him as a person. But he's I a great fighter. This. But he's a great I fighter. He's a great fighter. I will be honest. Corey Sandhagen. <laughs> how I look at Corey Sandhagen. Corey Sandhagen. Lost to Eljo, Eljamain Sterling, who is the current champion. He got choked out. He did. 
Um, he kind of got exposed on his grappling there, and then he lost. He lost to Piotr. He lost to TJ Dillashaw next, I think. Well, he lost to Jan and Dillashaw, two great strikers. I thought he beat Dillashaw personally, and then he beat Song Yudong, um, who was a great fighter. But Song Yudong is just he's a pro- more of a prospect. Name on that guy. Yeah. Corey Sandhagen has the output of like a Dominic Cruz, who was winning the fight until he got knocked out um, against Cheeto. Corey Sandhagen also has the movement and the speed over Dominic Cruz. He also has the like, so he's gonna he's gonna out output Cheeto Vera. He's gonna win the rounds, or he's gonna win the early rounds. Cheeto Vera's always been a late like a late finisher. He always has un, un, until he fought O'Malley, who got drop foot. Like that's different. Um, but he, like, when he was losing the fight to Edgar, he was losing the fight to Cruz, and then he got the knockout late. That's just how he is. Sandhagen's more durable. He's more, he's faster. He's quicker. Sandhagen is a better striker at this point in his career than Dom is at his, at this point of his career, is what I'm saying. So I know, I don't want that to be controversial, but Sandhagen is great. I think he's going to use his punches to, like, throw some flurries into some takedowns. He's not going to do anything with the takedowns, but he'll take him down once or twice. He'll do that early just like he did against Jan. Um, that'll happen. Sandhagen, I think, is just going... I don't see a finish either way because Vera's got a chin of steel. He's durable. I think Sandhagen is going to hit him and hit him a lot of times. I think Vera's going to hit Cruz here and there until the later rounds when he hits him with some power shots. But I think Sandhagen's going to be able to evade a lot better than Vera's previous opponents i think sandhagen is gonna win like i'm i'm predicting a 49 46 u deck for Corey sandhagen that's a fucking terrible take (laughs) (laughs) i I just rambled i I talked more than anybody should ever talk in a podcast that was good that was good you sold it i you sold it i talked more than anybody should ever talk i was trying to sound smart i thought i was sounding i was trying to give my educated opinion but all right let's hear it i'm not gonna lie I kind of thought that you that we had moved on to like the next topic or something no. because like I lost track of what we were oh, talking no, about. We I'm talking about back when Josh was no, we t- we talked a lot. AK, you don't know that me and Noah have been hyping up this moment of discussion for a week or two now because I'm a big yeah. Sandagen fan. He's a big Cheeto fan. Not that we dislike the other person, but that's just. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I just I like both of them, so. <laughs> I think oh, Cheeto I, is I, going Lizard, to... one more thing. Lizard, let me add one more thing. Cheeto Vera okay, also... Okay, you're going to go, oh, Cheeto only got kicks. He only has kicks. No, no, what I'm going to say is Cheeto Vera tattooed... He's not going to kick no, a 511. No, he, ta- he tattooed Cheeto Vera across his chest. What a douchebag. That dude should lose. That's what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. Okay, fair. <laughs> I, I think Cheeto is going to sting... Sandhagen, he's going to be scared. He's going to be like, fuck, I've never been hit like that. And then Cheeto's going to drown him in late rounds. He's going to drown him. Cheeto by finish, round five. It's going to come down. It's going to be a banger. It's going to go 2 2, round five. I think two it's Cheeto, two Sandhagen, and then Cheeto's going to drown him and fucking snore him. It's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a great fight. Can't wait. Cool. What do you think about what uh, me and Noah just said? What are your opinions? I'm just agreeing with you for the most part. I mean, do I already, you? Okay. We both I'll, 
I will. I just want to. I want to hear like your name. Okay, I don't know why these are spent, like literally. Uh, I dude, don't think I don't that's the name of the guy I picked. But okay. no, Cole, 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 like no, Cole. I'm saying this because like I know you know. I know you know UFC. I know you know both these fighters. Not that I'm saying no, it doesn't. I just want to hear your educated opinion on the fight as a whole. Well, I think Cheeto is like the more power, like just, you know that type of dude. Yeah. Where Sandhagen's oh. just will get around you and that type of guy. Where I think Sandhagen's almost God. I don't know. Just, just I think he's a better version of like O'Malley in a way. Like I, uh, I oh yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know, and I think O'Malley can almost beat. Uh, Cheeto, like, dude, give me Sanhagen over Cheeto. Hot right take, Josh, you're not going to agree with this. I think O'Malley beat Sanhagen beat Cheeto. Say that one more time. I lost you for a second there. Oh, I think O'Malley beat Sanhagen, does not beat Cheeto. So you think it goes Cheeto, then O'Malley, then Sanhagen, like if you're ranking those three? I think uh, Cheeto might work his way into a championship because he's going to I saw. Beat the- Leezer, I, watched, I watched a TikTok today. I watched a TikTok today that said Marlon Chito Vera is the bantamweight version of Yoel Romero. It's too early to say that. It's too early to <laughs> say that. Marlon's not but... that young. How He's not that young yet. He's like 30. He's like 30. He is 30. But I'm just saying, like, okay, he is younger than... Yo, but I did see a TikTok comparing the two. So I just want to throw that. I think I would go Corey Sean Cheeto. In my humble opinion, I can definitely be proven wrong this weekend. I, I think recognize your opinion's that. dumb. I so can recognize I, I, uh, I know. That's fair. You're allowed okay. to think that. Next week next week is going to be awesome. Um, when Josh, we this get... is going to put our, uh, <laughs> our knowledge to the... Not yeah. even our knowledge. This is a 50-50 So fight, next, week is gonna, next week will become a two-person podcast. It'll either be me and Cole or Noah and Cole. One of us will not be here anymore because we probably won't be friends anymore. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, I can't wait until all my pics are right. There's going to be a lot that of shit talk. That so funny. AK Nails... Yeah, if AK nails this, he gets to become a. If AK nails, AK, I'm telling you right now, if you go six for six this week, you're a permanent member of the podcast. I don't care you're how much. Permanent. What do you mean? What do you mean if? <laughs> I think you mean when. Okay, let's finish this up, boys, with our underdog locks of the week. Code glass chin MMA to get your, uh, your money doubled, your money match. I will start us off. I am going Manel Cop. Under, I'm looking up the exact number of strikes right now, but he is. Yeah, uh, I'm going Manel Cop under 51.5 significant strikes because I think he is yep. going to finish Perez early. That's what that is my pick. Hey, heard it here first. If Josh's tanks again, which it always does, <laughs> I'm here for it. I I think that's a lock. I think that's a lock. That I got Manel Cop all day. Cole, what do you think? What's right. your pick? I'm going to go after Josh. Like, I'm going to put my pick after Josh. But Josh, like, after – remember how, like remember what pick I told you I was going to lock? Yeah. The Holly Holm yeah. over 47? Yeah. She's at – She went up. She's at, she's at 53 and yeah. a half right now. She went up. I honestly – I don't like it anymore. Okay. Like, I'm not even going to lie. No, I smash really, that under. Smash that under. I like, dude, I like the 47 over, but I don't like, the, this is like a last minute decision. This is why I've been on my phone for the last like five minutes of this podcast. Cause I was trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to lock. 
but I did figure it out. I was pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that picked Chidi. What is it? Enju Kwani? Enju Kwani, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I was the only one that picked him. But give me, what the heck was it? I'm pretty sure it was his 30.5 significant strikes. Yeah, no, finishes. Give me his over 0 0.5 finishes. Okay. I, I think he's going to finish. That I, I'm changing my pick completely from Holly. You're Holland. hot. You're the hot one. I'm, I'm not going to finish I'm, it. Dude, I'm the You're last the person that should dispute any of you. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I th I think this is a lock. Go for I it. Know. I think you guys are gonna agree. Hundred nine and a half strikes. I'm rocking though. <laughs> Kido's gonna have fucking chin of steel, and that's gonna be a stand and bang for Corey? fight for Corey. Corey over one hundred nine point five. You will never see me take one ever, except for this fight. Yeah, this is going to smash. No, Laser. I I that was my next pick after mine. I totally agree with you. One. Thousand percent. Um, so run it back. What do we have right we now? We have Manel Cop under fifty one point five. We have I'm I'm with it. Chitty and Joquani over point five finishes, and then All we right. have Corey Sandhagen over one hundred nine point five significant strikes, and that is our three man lay for the weekend. And I. Might put a hundred. Should I put a hundred sixty down? Are you guys doing 150, 160? Oh. I'm kidding. I'm doing like five bucks. Just five rounds. I'm gonna do ten. I'm gonna do ten. No, I did ten. I did we ten. I did ten. I am gonna throw the. I'm gonna throw the same lay, but I'm also gonna throw one with uh, Holly Holm under. See, Cole was eyeing up Holly Holm over until when it was at forty seven. That is a massive. That's a massive insult. That is a massive increase. That's massive. Yeah, how about you increase five significant strikes in a hey, night? Hey, um, AK, now that you're special guest of the week, you got specially selected to download Underdog Fantasy and use our code to uh, give us money. Yes, sir. <laughs> Glass chin, MMA. Sports betting is illegal in the state of California. I cannot partake. <laughs> Sports betting is illegal in the state of Minnesota just been talking about AK I live in Utah <laughs> AK right? AK I live in Utah <laughs> there's no rules in Utah I'm not even sure it's a real place <laughs> either am I and I live here but uh yeah I'm going 15 fuck it we're feeling I good. did 10 I did 10 it is absolutely locked the fuck in Cole post that on the Instagram we're gonna make some oh, followers oh, some money oh. we're gonna post it on TikTok make some money let's go viral we, for the most we're part, the best no, MMA podcast about. in the world are you kidding absolutely, me absolutely <laughs> baby absolutely <laughs> alright we love you guys tune in next week can't wait to talk we got another big one yeah. next week the room uh, the return of max blessed holloway we are ready can't wait talk to you guys soon